Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You tune into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. You know, as we uh, as you listen to I Work For Him this week, you're going to just sense a little difference. As we prepare for 2017, it's so important that we just... Okay, just step back. We need to look at what is what did the Lord do in 2016. But it's important for us to remember that every one of us is heading into phase two of life. Some of us call retirement, refirement, the second half, life two. Whatever you call it, it's heading your way. One national radio show host calls it 30 years of unemployment, but I call it an opportunity to change the world with intentionality. But how do we fund it? There will be a time when you won't want to or can't work full-time anymore. What will that look like and feel like? No one knows for sure, but you need to be ready. Nobody knows what your future looks like, but you need to be ready. How is the Lord moving you to be disciplined now for preparing for your future? 2017, it's a great time to start living with financial intentionality, living well within your means and saving more than spending so that when phase two arrives, you're ready and able. We got Luke and Dave in here from Bel Air Wealth Management. You can find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. These guys are not only great friends of mine, but they're also experts in the topic we're going to talk about today. Honoring God with our finances in 2017 through planning and execution. How can we be ready for phase two? And a lot of us think, well, I'll just, I'll just live on, you know, whatever I happen to have at the time, or I'll, I'll remortgage my house, or I'll do. You don't know. You can't plan in the future. You don't know what tomorrow holds. So you got to get prepared today. Luke and Dave, I picked this verse for us today. And you know, I don't know why it is we have to learn from insects, but it says right here in Proverbs 6, 6 to 8, take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler or president to make them work, or the UN, they labor hard all summer gathering food for the winter. Our retirement's like the winter years of earning. What do you think? <laughs> that was one of my dad's favorite verses. He always... He, he pulled that out when he, you guys he were pulled that out if, he, if he thought we were sluggards that day, he would pull that verse out. So I do not like that verse, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like that verse. I do not that, like Jim. that verse. I Put that not. back. <laughs> Let's do a different one for this week. Hey, you know, we want to open up the phone line today for people that have questions for you guys. What do you think about that? 
We've, ne- we've never done that before. That's encourage some phone calls. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. If you have questions for Luke and Dave that really apply to our subject, how do we get prepared for phase two of life? That's what we need to do. In fact, we've got a caller, but we're going to have to have her hold for just a moment because we need to just deal with this subject. How are you going to live? That your- was quick. Yes, it was amazing. <laughs> Jennifer from Clearwater is on hold, and we're going to keep her there and just right after the break. All right, so how are you going to live your life in 2017 so that you're living more by faith and not in your own strength, Dave? Well, we've been talking about that in our Bible Study Fellowship group, and a shout-out to all the BSFers out there, and it's about half the Christian community now. The other half are more like sluggards, but, you know, the BSFers, they're there. They're hardcore. Two-thirds of us in this room are not BSFers. Okay, okay. Anyway, what... I'm sure a problem I have, nobody else has in the Christian community. I wait till I get in trouble, and then I go to God. That is fantastic. All right, now we've got Jennifer from Clearwater calling in. Hello, She's Jennifer. got a question for, well, just a second, I'm Dave. I'm just saying. I'm excited. She's got a question for Luke and Dave from <laughs> Bel Air Wealth Management. Jennifer, welcome to I Work For Him. Hi, thanks. So you have a question for Luke and Dave? I do. Luke and Dave, um, I hate to admit this, but I'm 40 years old this year, and I have about 25 years until retirement. Should I open a Roth or a regular IRA? That's a loaded question, but I can answer that question. (laughs) It it depends a lot upon your uh, current income and your tax bracket. Okay, so if you're in a lower tax bracket, Roth is an easy choice. If you're in a higher tax bracket, it may be a uh, toss-up. It's kind of funny because I looked at this question for a lot of different clients, and it does not make a lot of difference, surprisingly. The Internal Revenue Service, our friends over there, have that figured out so close, one way or the other, it's pay me now or pay me later. <laughs> yes, uh, the IRS is good at getting theirs. So maybe, maybe the correct answer is talk to your financial advisor and go through some of the figures and, and have them do some, some, uh, some current tax brackets and what the expectations are. One, one other thing, Jim is ready to see, he's saying, he no, I was going to ask Jennifer. I mean, Jennifer, seriously, Dave just, I just felt like Dave just swam all the way around your question. <laughs> and I'm, poli- I'm not sure political you really, answer. <laughs> I'm not sure that you really got any answer. Uh, go ahead, Dave. What were you going to say well, to Jennifer? Well, I was, She's, she wants real information. <laughs> this was real. Talk to your financial advisor. No, no, but uh, another, another thing to think about is what our tax is going to do in the future. Are they going to go up? In which case, you're better off paying your taxes now on the Roth as opposed to, are we really going to get lower taxes 20 years in the future? Probably not. So that would that would kind of push you toward the Roth. Yeah, and it's one of those things. We just, nobody can predict the future. So you, you can actually, you know, choose the evil today or choose the evil later, which one, whatever you're going to do. But the real answer, let me give the real answer now, because the real answer is... No matter what you do, Roth or traditional, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Nike. Make those contributions per year, per month, per year, and let and, them grow. And how, you said you're about Jennifer, 40, Jennifer? Can, how much can Jennifer put in a Roth or or a regular IRA right now? What's her limitation? Assuming, assuming you're not in too too high of a uh, income bracket, 5500 is now the current amount you can put in until you're 50 and then it's 6500 and that's also for 2017 they didn't change that all right very but suppose good. you didn't start and you started you started now if you put in 5500 now for the next 25 years 
and made the average of nine, nine and a half percent, it'd be worth over $500,000 by the time. Jennifer, I hope that helps. I, I'm, I'm glad that they went back and got you a better answer. But Jennifer, thanks so much for listening to I Work For Him. Thanks so much for calling in today. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right, so that's really important for people to understand. The, the best thing is just to get started. And what you're saying is 500 bucks, if, if they could do it after with after-tax dollars, so they've already paid the tax on it into a Roth IRA, that money, with provided they don't change the rules on us 30 years from now, that money will come out of the IRA tax Free. Yes. They already paid their taxes on it. There will be no more taxes. Is there tax know, on any of the growth? So in other words, no. they put 5500 and they get six grand back, they don't pay on they the pay, growth? They paid their taxes. Nothing. Yeah, right, and it's, when they take uh, it out. it's also no required minimum distribution, too, which is one of the benefits of a Roth. You know, this time of year, we David, before the show, he, he's got several several accounts that are in that position they have to take that distribution you know and pay the, the taxes now. and pay the taxes so, so you know it's one of the benefits of a roth so these you can help people with roth iras then certainly or sure. a regular iras either either okay. or you, a 401ks or anything all right so anything anything so you could change except people's building tires. your building your front porch back <laughs> yeah that's right all right so listen you want to find out that's a great question i'm so grateful that jennifer asked that question because if you're going to live with intentionality so you're ready for what god has you in phase two of life your retirement your refirement because it's not it's 30 days of unemployment 30 years. 30 years. Well, it depends. Some people (laughs) die right after they retire. 30 30 years of unemployment. How are you going to be prepared? How do we get prepared for phase two? Our retirement, our refirement, whatever you want to call it, but it could be 30 years of unemployment. And it's the Lord wants you to use those years with intentionality. And you got to be financially prepared for that. And how do you do it? We're opening up the phone lines. If you've got a question for these guys, 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. In fact, we have a call right now from Phil from Largo. Phil, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, hello. How you doing, Phil? So what's your question for Luke and Dave today? Well, as, uh, I noticed the Dow has really been up, uh, especially uh, since the election. And somebody said it was up like 10% this year. But I'm looking at my own account at Fidelity and you know, I think it's up about five and a half percent. So, should I be upset with them, Dave? That looks let like me, a good question me, for you. Let me, uh, let me. I don't want to steal all. Hey, the, that's a good question, time, though. But that is a good question because a lot of people are going to look at their statements and say, "Okay, the market's up ten percent. How come I earned five or five and a half or four or three? Well, a couple things enter into it. First of all, the Dow is only thirty stocks. And out of those 30 stocks, there's five of them that earned higher than 30% each. That means the other ones earn much less. In fact, you can go to Nike, and it's down 17 18% year to date. So uh, the Dow average is up 10%. Is the S&P up 10%? No, the S&P is not up 10%. Plus, most people's portfolio is not entirely in the stock market. Some of it's in bonds. What has bonds done year to date? Phil, Phil, I'm not oh, sure. Man. I think I don't think Dave's answering your He's question. He's cutting me Phil. off. This is, no, I, I, yeah, my, okay, yeah. so Phil's question. Phil, why yes. don't you ask your question again? Talk allocation. A little, talk a little uh, yeah, slower right, for Dave, though. Go. Would you please? Luke's got part of the answer. Okay, it, it's allocation. You know, you you know, someone. It, he asked, "Should I be upset?" No, no, don't be, be upset. Okay, not at that's all. the question. Be he upset asked. because it might not be with us. That's upsetting. But other than that. 
No, I mean that's that's a decent return for a portfolio for this year. Well, and it's a more conservative return. You're not all in stock. Probably a probably. moderate. Yeah, yeah, that's probably yeah. a moderate return. Phil, does that help, or do you have a follow up on that question? Uh, well, maybe I should just look at uh, uh, maybe uh, what's in what's it invested in exactly. It's, it's, I think that'd be good. You know, who be? I think you. My recommendation: sit down with Luke and Dave. That's my and, man, and, and 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 go through this with them in detail to find out whether these guys might be a better fit for you than your uh, than your current investment advisor. They can be found online at BelairWealthManagement.com or what number, Luke? Seven two seven five eight six fifty six fifty five seven two seven five eight six fifty six fifty five. Phil, thanks for listening. I work for him for calling in today. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. All right. All right. So, Luke, the question for you then goes back to how are you going to live life differently in 2017? You're going to have a junior in high school. Is your daughter going to be a junior this year? She's a freshman. So she's almost a junior then. Yes. I, just, I just always think of her older than she is. All right. So how are you going to live your life different in 2017 so that you're living more by faith and not in your own strength? What's going to be different? Well, well, you know what? When I, I don't look at... New, I'm, I might be different. There's got to be other people that will agree with me. I don't look at a new year as, wow, my faith is going to be increasing in 2017 more so than it was in 16. I'm always, you know, doing my own self-spiritual checkup, you know. Where am I at today? And then where where does God want me to be? That doesn't necessarily change because of December 31st goes to January 1st. So I don't look at a new year as... I'm going to really commit myself to going for the Lord this year. I really don't. I do a self-evaluation. It could be multiple times per year. Um, I, However, I do plan for business and health and, you know, different stuff that, you know, that, that, that there is some sense in doing and look, evaluating 2016 from a business standpoint. What am I doing differently? What type of people am I wanting to associate myself with? And then also planning for health. You know, once I start gaining a few pounds this time of year, you got to start looking at your health again. I was going to mention But that. spiritually, <laughs> you don't mention it, Cruz. I was going to I was gonna say something. I'm down I'm, like six get pounds on the, during Christmas. I'm pretty good about it. Are that. you really? That's because I did that construction project during oh, Christmas too. time. <laughs> So 2017, spiritually, I hope that I just continue on my path. You know, I'm, I'm always trying to learn more about Christ and who he is and, and, and how I can be a reflection of his light for other people. That, that doesn't, it doesn't change from the 31st to the 1st of a new year for me. You know, I, I just look at it as it's, it's, a, it's a fresh start. And I, and I always look at years. Of course, I've got a, we've got a, both Dave and I have a few more years on you, Luke. Mm-hmm. But it's that it, it's just, okay, what, did, what was life? Could I summarize my walk with the Lord in 2016, and where do I want to see it amped up? How can I be more intentional? We always want to grow, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I really want to get, Martha and I have not been actively involved in a small group most of this year. That is not... With, That's a big change for you, though. It's a you, very big change, yeah, and right? I missed it, and I want to find a way to get back into that. That's something that's really important to us. But this conversation, honestly, what we're having in this conversation about today is something I think about all the time. How do we get prepared for retirement? When I look at, okay, I turn, both Martha and I turned 50 this year, and one of the things that drives me nuts is I know that I'm more than likely going to be ministry-focused the rest of my life. Not having a ton of extra money to invest in all these things. So I'm like, okay, how do I make sure that I'm ready so that when I shift from something, you know, maybe I shift from radio to being a 
workplace pastors someday. I, I don't know. I don't know. You I, spend I a lot of time thinking about that, don't you? I think about you, it all the time. You could start a ministry, retire for him. I retire for him. <laughs> I retire for <laughs> him. If you want to know more about I, I retire, I, in fact, I read a book this weekend uh, by Bob Buford, the guy that wrote Halftime. Right. He wrote he wrote another book called Finishing Well, and it was an entire book on guys who retired and entered phase two and what they did. I think that's very important. I have clients that when they retire, they drive their wives nuts. Yeah. Well, let's get or it. vice versa. Doesn't that work both ways? <laughs> it could. It could. I, I would okay, never okay. say so yeah, on the they air. Enter their wives, <laughs> exactly. They enter their wives' domains, <laughs> and their wives are like, hey, yeah, I right? used to have my own space, yes. and you're, you're getting in my space. Yeah. All right. So Phil asked a really good question, though, too. The stock market has been exuberance on fire since the well, election and a lot of times that exuberance doesn't start until the 20th of january but this year it started on the 9th of november uh, obviously that's no coincidence right it is no coincidence hey i want to make sure you guys want more phone calls right if somebody sure. yeah, right, right. Right. Have you, if you got questions for luke and dave about how do you get intentionally prepared for phase two of life I retire for him, if, as Dave wants it to be put out there. Call into the studio line, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. You know I don't do a lot of call-in shows. We're going to try to do this more with Luke and Dave because they've got a lot of wisdom that you need to hear. And if you don't have time to call in, you can always set an appointment to meet with them and and hear their testimonies and see how they apply it to what they do on a day-by-day basis because these guys are awesome. Okay, so... Is it irrational exuberance? Is there something really to be excited about? Because it seems like in the last, we, we've gained about a thousand new regulations in the last six weeks. Yeah, of uh, course. And <laughs> we restricted more drilling so that we can't get our own oil. We got to buy from other people. I mean, we, we, it seems like we are this like scorched earth policy yeah, the right, last six right. weeks. Right. Well, the nice part is if if Trump can actually accomplish some of his objectives, such as lowering the corporate tax rate, it will be great for companies. Nobody mentions that, but just lowering the tax rate to 20% would be a huge increase to the bottom line for companies. But let's explain that, Luke and Dave, to people, because people think, well, then why are the corporations getting a break? Well, let's, first of all, keep in mind, corporations are not things, they're people. And what's the advantage of lowering the corporate tax rate to those of us minions in the middle sectors of the economy? Luke? Well, I mean, it, it's a trickle-down effect, I mean, right? I mean, once corporations are starting to, to have more cash on hand, there's a few things that they do. A lot of them is reinvestment. You know, they want to continue to grow their businesses. So they're usually going to be hiring people. The wages start to increase. Um, you know, so there's a lot about – I read somewhere Larry Kudlow, you know, mentioned that that, that could be a 20% return on equity for companies just by lowering the tax bracket. And that does a lot in, in the exuberance that we are seeing – the economy, the fundamentals of the economy have been really good for the last several years. The problem has been regulations and big government. And let's even go simpler. You know, stock prices are set simply by the expectations of current profits. So what we're saying is if companies can bring that to the bottom line, they will be more profitable. Their stock market automatically goes up. Well, I think people are, they get, People are confused because, you know, if you listen to the news, it's a bad thing to have corporate tax rates go down. If you listen to the investor guys, it's a good thing for the ta- corporate taxes to go down. People, there are a lot of people, Luke, that are on a certain side of the aisle that say trickle down doesn't work. Trickle down mm-hmm. doesn't work. Trickle mm-hmm. down doesn't work. Yet it does. Mm-hmm. It works. It is God's plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the, the reinvestment in the community and uh, 
and but it's not just talking about lowering corporate taxes. It's also talking about a repatriation tax. Yes, because yes. there's how many is Tril- it trillions? Trillions, yes. trillions of dollars yes. overseas that corporations would love to reinvest in the country, but they want to pay thirty five percent tax on exactly. it. Is that what the deal is? Yes, exactly. And he's talking about giving a repatriation fee. What, what would that do? Explain that. Well, instead, we get nothing from those that money parked overseas right now, right? So if we let them bring it back at a lower tax rate. Whatever we collect is more than what we're collecting now. So it's just. It would definitely be good for the stock market. A lot of these companies aren't just going to go rampant no, right, and spend right. all this money. They will start reinvesting, uh, stock, reinvesting yes. stock repurchase programs, which obviously, you know, when, when a company starts buying back their own stock, it takes stock out of the stockholders and then it actually puts more, gives more the, the company stock more value. Right. So, one, one of the other, so those are both very, very cool things, but helping us average people understand that because. That explains some of the exuberance in the stock market because of those two things alone. Yes. That and the potential that we could be energy independent. When you were 20... It's you. They were telling you we were going to be out of oil. Yeah, well, you, peak, your kids peak were little. oil. Yeah, peak yeah. oil. I mean, yeah. we long passed the date where they said peak oil would be. We'd be done. We'd be done. Yeah, and now we as a country can be energy independent and energy exporting we'll be yes. exporting exporting soon. energy if we could just get the regulations off and, yes. and stop t- i mean we're, we keep hiding more and more of our oil and that is a huge boon i mean huge. people don't realize we pay two bucks a gallon for gas and and over overseas in europe they're paying 12 13 dollars and yes. it's because of regulations yeah because they want people to use commuter rail instead mm-hmm. luke you look like you want to say something no not, you i'm listening in no <laughs> Guys are doing a fine job. Especially talking about oil, you know. Yeah, we we've heard about that. I mean, some of the the people that we highly admire in our industry, chief economist for First Trust, Brian Westbury. You know, when he does his presentations, he goes around the country right now doing these presentations, and you'd be blown away when you start to see how close we are. I mean, we're we're one of what is he? We're like the top. We're the top producer of oil now. We are the top producer. Ready some more refiners. Hey, let's get some more phone calls in. Tell tell us what your favorite stock is, just for fun. No, we yeah, are not that doing that. Fun. Past yeah, performance. No, I don't uh, think you guys can do that. That can, would not be. No, I didn't say I was going to say anything about it. Eight seven seven nine four three ninety six seventy three. Doctor Luke and Dave, you got a question about how can you be intentionally prepared for phase two retirement, refirement, whatever you want to call it, when you stop doing your career and enter a new phase in life. What? How is the Lord going to use you, and how do you prepare yourself financially for getting a zero paycheck? And first, you ought to take some lessons. On what? Golf. No, because golf oh, is a waste man. of time. What? <laughs> I read an interesting stat. Just, what is it's, that? it's not golf-related. That Warren Buffett, everybody knows Warren Buffett, right? Yes. That's uh, d- d- Dave, Dave Cruz, real, real similar. If you had a Coca-Cola right now, I would probably think you were, what is he, he drink, made, six Coca-Colas he a day like, or something? Yeah, but sure. the difference is he made $16 billion but in here, 2016. But did, here, did you know, that? how old is he? He's like 80, 85, 85, is he? Okay. Did yeah. you know when he was 50 years old, he had 1% of the wealth that he has accumulated today? So he's accumulated 99% of his wealth after he was 50 years All old. All right. I'm going for it. Okay. That's, There's that's some, uh, very promising. Yeah, absolutely. So and it's never too late. somewhere between 50 and 100 uh, billion, about 70, right? About 75, 76 so billion. So he's given yeah. Bill Gates a run for his money now. Oh, yes. I think he might have passed him this year. Wow. Because his, he had and a What good would year, you do with it all? Year. Even if he spent a million dollars a day the rest of his life. 
he is com- he is committed to giving it away. I, I will say, you know, he's he's got his heart in the right place. Maybe not giving it away. I'm, I'm sure. I'm not quite sure he's going to give it away to Christ-centered causes. Yeah, right. I, that's why I say I'm not sure his heart's right there. It might be. I, I don't know. All right. So, Dave, how many more years do you think you're going to work? Ten? Do you think you'll work ten more years? It's possible. All right. I, I so, don't know. Maybe six. But we're talking about refirement. We're talking about that second phase. And, and and really, as an investment advisor, you could work until you can't walk anymore and talk anymore. I mean, you really could do it. But you have you ever thought... <laughs> Which might be tomorrow. wheeling them in. <laughs> we'll wheel you in. Come on, Dave. That was not meant to be denigrated. Just being a, you don't, it doesn't yeah. require you know, physical yeah, yeah. prowess. You don't need to, to climb that job. ladder with you. Yeah, that's right? right. Yeah, that's right. You could have held the ladder for me, though. All right. So wh- have you ever thought about what is phase look like for you what kind of ministry or what kind of intentionality would you like to live with and when you're done being an, a, an expert investment advisor you know, you know yeah but i don't need to wait till i'm done I, I really probably have more opportunity now talking to some clients than i would if i retired so that's another reason for me not to retire okay so, so like what what are you doing i mean you're a bsf leader which is phenomenal i mean you're you're active in bsf you're you're a leader that's really a ministry for you already not all of my clients are believers. Right. I'm, a, I, I'm afraid to say. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's an opportunity because I do witness to them what what Jesus has done for me, and how they too can have that that peace and, and assurance. And uh, that's that's my ministry. That's my I work for Him now, uh, rather than I retire for Him, which which is maybe sometime in the future, maybe not. Well, and I'm thinking the I retire for Him movement. Because there, that's gonna be a movement tool. We're working on that. I'm, I'm trying. I've got a contact out, a guy named Dan Sullivan that I wrote. That that is his focus of his, of his ministry of his business is helping guys refire yeah. for that second oh, phase. That's good. Yeah. Re- I that's thought that was a typo, and then when I heard you say refire, you know, because it's only one letter. Yeah, I know, but one it's letter. but it's real. It's out there. They call it life two phase two refirement. Um, the, the you know second half whatever I mean people, people are call, living longer well, you know yeah. these are big yeah, annuity right, companies right. you know what they're doing they're not what was it used to be ninety nine well, life insurance now it's one fifteen now yeah, or something life right life insurance if you live past ninety the policies I sold twenty five years ago when I first got in the insurance business at ninety nine if you weren't dead they paid they out, paid period. out they don't do it one hundred twenty now is it one fifteen one fifteen or one twenty yeah, so what's uh, that telling people are living I mean that and some of the people living at 110, 120, 109, is that the oldest in America right no, 114. now? 114. 114. No kidding. And she actually doesn't look bad. It's not a men, it's not a gentleman. It's not a it's not a, it's a woman, no, right? No, usually it's a lady. Yeah, yeah, right, right. They live longer. They're <laughs> Although smarter. There was a guy just recently uh, that top 116 before he died. Wow. It's a, so, well, anyway, uh, right. fact is we're living a lot but, longer. But let's just imagine it. Let's just say that you plan on retiring, you're entering phase two of life at 65. Right. And you have to be one of those people that live to be 100. 35 years. years. Wow. And, and that's, as, that's as long as they probably worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so and if you're not putting money away now yeah. to get ready for what the Lord's going to do with you in the second half, I mean, that gets to be kind of scary. What are some things that people need to be doing now, right away now? I know that they could, 401ks, let's deal with that. People, let's say they work for a company and the company has a 401k available. What should people be doing right now with that 401k? Absolutely. Without question, they need to put away as much as what the company will match. Oftentimes that's 3%. So if they put away 3%, the company matches 3%. Beyond that, it's questionable. They should talk to their financial advisor because there may be better opportunities outside the 401k 
that that they could do it in rather but but they got to take care of that match that's like earning a hundred percent on your money the first year very hard to do in any kind of <laughs> yeah, stock right 100 return luke but isn't it true i mean sometimes 401k plans have limitations they only have right. certain buckets that people can invest money in and that's what dave's saying we yeah. should you know you need to talk to guys like you to make mm-hmm. sure that you're not limiting their possibilities. Right, and it's always good. I mean, Ecclesiastes 11 too, it tells us don't put all your eggs in one basket. It actually says you invest in six or seven different investment investments or areas because you never know what, what the earth is going to hold tomorrow. So, you know, following that scripture, yeah, the 401k is the most important. If you have an employer-sponsored plan, 401k plan, and they match three, four, five, six percent, you need to be you need to be putting in exactly at minimum what they're matching. Yes. And I promise you, you will not notice a difference in your paychecks. You After just the tax won't. difference is very small. Very, I mean, very small. It's, so, it's almost it's almost negligible. Right. Been, I tell people all the time is listen. Just trust. Just yeah. Right. Just put the three percent in if that's what they're going to match, right. and you'll you won't even miss it. You won't. You'll have no idea. It's, you'll, but you'll know after five, ten years, yeah, right. it's going in there. But you just you you really won't notice it right off the bat. Um, you know that the max for 2017 had did not change from 2016. The only thing that did change was that the max for the participant uh, annual and the employer is now thirty six thousand versus thirty five thousand five hundred. So if you if you're in a company sponsored 401k plan. You can put up to eighteen thousand dollars of your own money tax deferred, you know. But yeah, like like Dave has said, there. Just going back to your question, we do have some clients that you do have a limited amount of opportunity or investment options in these type of four hundred one k plans. So we'll come alongside of them if that's what they want us to do, and we'll help them. And, you know, because a new person to a new company, they say, I don't even. I just picked. I just clicked real quick. I didn't even really pay attention to what I was selecting. I just wanted to get it in and get it done with. It's just your we HR hear that all paperwork, the time. Just trying to get it done. Yeah. Right, just trying to get it done. So I just selected whatever. So Dave and I, we, we take clients. We can look at their 401k plan. We can help them make sure that they're in the right position. Um, but you know, if, if you feel more comfortable, which we, we do hire, is, is investing in your 401k, but then looking outside of that at other investments, diversification. You know, just don't just stick it all in the 401k. We'll analyze if that that could be your best and only option. But we like to look at it as a whole and say, well, you know, here is another option. We have, you know, let's look at some of these nice, you know, stocks or you know, look at some other funds or insurance that'll have a cash value that you know adds protection to the estate. So there's different things that we can look at. Oh. Well, I think, I mean, one of the things that neither of you said yet is looking at your status of living, because there's a lot of people in their 30s, their 40s, and their 50s, and they're still, they're still, they're they're buying bigger houses, they're buying more expensive cars. One of the greatest things, we've talked with a guy named John Cortinez from Generous Giving, we've talked with Rachel Cruz, Dave Ramsey's daughter, about, listen, choose your choose your level of living and stick there. Don't keep chasing the Joneses because they're in debt. And just make sure it's a, it's less than what you're making. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. choose a sta- Right. Oh, yeah, that was the given. You're right. I should have said that a lot. Choose your status of living that is under what you are making yes. and stick with that lifestyle yeah. and live below your means because you can then you get your house paid for you can you can learn to do what we're doing stand 10 years in the same car oh yeah dave you haven't figured that out yet but you make pam do that you didn't do that but you know you drive a car for 10 years what no nothing oh but 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 maintaining that status of living so that you don't overspend because you gotta put money away hey listen end of year you start getting reviews this is your time where you might be getting a new pay raise uh, we've already had a slight discussion or a topic when we talked about Trump and he's talking about lowering the tax bracket. What are you going to do with your savings? 
You know, are, are you going to in, be intentional about, okay, man, I, I might save 5% of my tax bracket this year. Um, instead, of, instead of just wasting or spending that extra money that I'm getting, I'm going to reinvest that into something different. So there's opportunities. Here we got Ted calling in from Fort Myers, and uh, he's back, Ace. We got Ted calling from Fort Myers. He's got a question for Luke and Dave. Uh, we'll let uh, Ace get them all fired up and ready to go, and uh, we can talk with Ted. Hopefully, not fired up. Well, if he's fired. Well, he's connected up. All those kinds of things. <laughs> refired. Re- he's, he's already refired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ted. Uh, go ahead with your question for Luke and Dave. Hey, uh, this is Ted Fallon from Fort Myers. Um, hey, Ted. I, I'm a retired guy. I've been retired uh, since '98, uh, uh, and uh, for one, you were asking about what to do in retirement. Uh, I get real involved in the Pocket Testament League, which is just a, a, a wonderful ministry, and you get to share Christ with uh, people, and that's neat. And um, the other thing I have is uh, all my money is already tied up in something, mm-hmm. and how can you improve your investments when you're already um, invested? Well, I'm not sure what it's tied up in, Ted. And, and first of all, it's a great ministry. It's, uh, you know, everybody's got to do something like that when they retire, especially if they have more time available and you don't enjoy golf. <laughs> I don't know if you enjoy golf, Ted. But, well, but, well, you know, uh, golf is uh, for people that don't know how to turn wood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're probably right. <laughs> But to answer that question, it depends what it's tied up in. Usually you have some flexibility, even if it's within, uh, within an IRA. Uh, usually you can roll 401ks to an IRA. Usually there's some flexibility there. So, so it's hard to imagine everything being tied up in a particular fund. But you know, I'm not saying yours is or isn't. But. But it'd be a great conversation for you to have with Luke and Dave off the air, Ted. You can find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com, or you can call them at... Yeah, 727-586-5655, 727-586-5655. Is he still with us? Yeah, he's still there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Is it, it sounds like it might be in an annuity that has a surrender period still, or... Uh, there are some annuities, and uh, um, I think... I, I, there, there seems to be a, a waiting period. You have to wait until you can get rid of some annuities. Yes, and, usually there is, uh, and, and some annuities are some annuities are fine um, because they do provide some guarantees. But usually the fees on them are are a little bit a uh, little bit steep. So if if uh, in cases where there's a short period of time left, it may be worth looking at doing something else. But you know, if you're at the beginning and it's an eight, nine, ten percent surrender charge, probably not. Yeah, I'm I'm getting pretty close to um, the end of what I have to hang on to it. So okay, so so at to... that point, I would well, I guess at this point, even if it's getting close, I would start thinking about it and maybe looking at alternatives to an annuity because, uh, like I say, there are some pretty high fees on that type of thing. Well, and really the two of you guys, Ted, I appreciate your comments on the I retire for him because I know that that's a a lifestyle that you live out each and every day. And that's a movement that we want to start going across America because there are people just like you, Ted, and soon to be like Dave, who who just people are like, what, what? (laughs) That really want to make an impact with phase two. What are you doing and how are you doing it? Dave's doing it intentionally as an investment advisor. You're doing it turning wood and, and using the Pocket Testament League. How do we take that retirement years and use them for major impact? That kind of intentionality something we are going to focus on a lot more in 2017. Ted, thanks for calling into I Work for Him today. God bless. Thank Happy you, Ted. Day. God bless you. 
Luke and Dave, there are lots of things people could do. The best thing people could do is just get started when? Now. Yesterday. Yeah. Dave, they can't get started yesterday. The stats are just staggering. Over 50% of Americans that were surveyed uh, recently with uh, with a, a group that that we that we follow, Fif- over fifty percent have less than ten thousand dollars. A staggering thirty three percent of them have zero savings for retirement. So it's it's a matter of just getting started today. There's really not an amount, you know. I've I've got some people that I, I'm, I'll tell you what my my very dear client of mine had nothing. We started him with fifty dollars a month. Fifty. He gave me a fifty dollar check. It was invested, and we had to wait to build the account a little bit that's, to get it invested. That, yep. But that's what he started. Now he's got he's almost got a thousand dollars, and it's just you know just over a year. It's just getting started. And you know you got to do it consistently. That's like it. Apparently he's been doing that. He, that it automatically comes difference. out of his account. Yeah. It that's does. The it's best not even, way. That's the yeah. best way. Uh, set it on autopilot. We can get it done. You know we we always our, our perfect client. You know is is someone with two hundred fifty thousand dollars of investable assets. But we like helping everyone you know so it's it's a matter of getting started what were you going to say dave you look at you say something. what about <laughs> sectors i don't know you look all at right, all right sectors i mean every year there seems to be a sector of the economy that produces more income for investors and there's a lot of opportunity real estate's been crazy this year in tampa bay 26 to 29 percent mm-hmm. stupid yeah. numbers yeah. that scares me because that means that it's going to come back down again because that's way too fast. What kind of areas do you think you'll be investing people in and make sure that past performance doesn't... Yeah, I was going to say, first a disclaimer, disclaimer, this is for educational purposes only. And we're not going to name specifics. Oh, I was going to name specific sectors. Sectors, sectors yes. is okay. Yeah, sectors yeah, is no problem right, with right. that. Okay, so, so one that's, that does well usually when interest rates rise, and I think most people do expect interest rates, they've recently taken a little... Uh, little rise and, and expect them to continue doing so, a financial sector. So banks, bank stocks are, are a sector that's not, it's still oversold from, it's not way out there yet. Um, another sector that's been oversold for the past eight years, whose time I think is coming, is the material sector. Mm. Um, what, what material, like people making dresses? <laughs> No, other kind of material, hard <laughs> material, um, iron industry, steel industry, all those kind of things. When we start to do infrastructure like the, the future president wants to do, that will be in demand. Cement, all those kind of materials that take infrastructure. Very oversold. Um, I believe some great opportunities coming coming ahead. Well, and what just, he means by oversold is just that people have, they're just... They've, a lot of people have sold out of it. It's yeah, it's been right. oversold. So well, I mean, they were told when we did the eight hundred and fifty billion dollars stimulus, they were said that's all going to go for shovel ready jobs. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. and then like yeah. fifty million, fifty billion dollars of that went to shovel ready jobs, and the other seven hundred fifty billion went to people that it wasn't shovel ready. Yeah, right. Mostly, mostly studies or or yeah. uh, environmental well, impact or whatever. All right. So the important part, Luke, as we wanted, as we set up this show, was that people get started. People, and get started right away. Yeah. Let's tell people how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, well, I mean, the easiest thing to do is to call us. Uh, our office is in Bel Air, right before the Bel Air Causeway, uh, 2811 West Bay Drive in Bel Air. But uh, our direct number, you can reach us uh, pretty much any time, Monday through Friday, 727-586-5655. That's 727-586-5655. Getting started is 
is so simple. You know, I, I have a new client that we just brought on. Um, she's very, very young. She's in campus ministry um, out at Uni- University of South Florida. She's getting started. It, it's her first investment account. We set up a Roth IRA for her because it makes sense for her specific, specific situation. Uh, the, the folks she worked for, they don't offer a, a retirement plan, so this is perfect for her. She's young, very low tax bracket, and uh, it's, it was simple to get started. Very simple. And maybe you live in a house that's gone way up in value and you don't need all that space. Now would be a great time to sell that house. I'm not oh, a yeah. real estate agent, but yeah. Luke is. Luke, is now a good time to sell real estate? It's a wonderful time to sell real and, estate. And, let's say and refinance, house. too, yeah. I tell you, and, because that's, that's yeah, important. Yeah, get it done now. Sell the house now and take the money and take your cash and invest it with Luke and Dave and buy a cheaper house and, and, and just live more conservatively. All right, boys, we're out, yeah, we're out of time. That's Sorry. it. But great right, show, Thanks, though. Jim. Good, good job, show. Jim. Hey, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, today as we talk about getting ready for retirement phase two what are you doing to make sure you're ready when the lord calls you into the second phase of your life that ministry phase that's not that you're not in ministry now but when you're not going to be working full-time and doing ministry all the time what a great opportunity it is but we need to fund it get funding it today you've been listening to i work for him with your host jim brangenberg i'm a christ follower my workplace it's my mission field but ultimately i work for him